Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VMB, the voice of Manhattan business brought to you by the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Bruce Hurwitz. You can find me on the web at hsstaffing.com. I hope everyone will be able to join me at noon next Wednesday when my guest will be Stephanie Shalovsky from the Organizing Zone. We will be discussing taking back control of the workday from your email. To learn about all future shows, please visit our website, thevoiceofmanhattanbusiness.com. And please remember to visit the events page on the Chamber's website, manhattancc.org, to learn about upcoming events on the Chamber's calendar. I am delighted to be joined today by Robert Picone from Kepler Title Agency. We will be discussing Title Insurance 101. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301 and dial 1 so I know you have a question. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bruce. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about title. It's always a pleasure to um, educate the public about title insurance. Well, it's our pleasure, and I want to thank you for being so flexible because we were originally scheduled to do this on Wednesday, and we had technical problems, and you have been very gracious, and I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. appreciate it. Bob, why don't you tell us about yourself and your company? Oh, sure. Um, Kepler Title Agency was started in 2005. Uh, Co-owners, myself, Robert Picone, I'm known as Bob, and also Robert Kepler, and he's also known as Bob. Some people in the title industry call us the Bobs. Um, Bob Kepler has over 40 years' experience in the title industry, myself uh, close to 25. Um, We met in 93 and decided, hey, you know, there might be a better way to do title insurance. So we put our heads together and uh, been friends for a while and then formed Kepler Title in 2005. What is title insurance? Well, that's a good question because not a lot of people understand what title is about or the service we provide. But I'd like to just put it simply. There are two basic services that we provide. When someone looks to purchase property, real property, we provide what's called an owner's policy or a fee policy. And that policy covers the owner for the amount of the purchase price for as long as they own the property in the same name of title. So we insure that property for the purchase price and for as as long as they own it. Um, The second service is the loan policy. The loan policy is for the lender only. The purchaser pays the premium for the lender, and that covers the lender for the amount of the mortgage. Now, might I add, the premiums that are paid are one-time premium, which is unlike other insurances. So I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Title insurance is bought, purchased by the buyer of a home, of a property, to assure that the person that they are buying the property from is the actual legal owner. 
Yes, uh, free and unencumbered transfer of title, meaning no liens, no back taxes, no back problems, say, with um, prior heirs who may have owned the property or had an interest in the property or anything like that. So when we do title searches before the closing, there's a lot of research that goes on behind the scenes that people don't know about before we get to the closing table. Now, I purchased an apartment a long time ago. This was in New Jersey. And one of the things that had to be done was a title search. And it came back that the owner was, in fact, the owner, and there were no problems. And that was the end of it. So are you saying that the title search that a real estate agent does may not be in-depth enough? No, no. Um, Let's back up a little bit. When we perform a title search, that title search is done, uh, at least in New York and New Jersey, when contracts are signed. Mm -hmm. So at least in New York, when the contracts are signed, the buyer's attorney will pick the title company. And at that point in time, we will do all the research. Now, the problems that arise out of a title search are always cleared, what we say cleared, before the closing. So a lot of people or buyers, sellers, are not aware of what goes on behind the scenes because we're working, I say we, the title industry, the title agent, the insurer who's insuring the property, we're working with the attorneys, the buyer's attorney, the seller's attorney, the bank attorney. We say, okay, listen, you have an issue here, say, with a back lien or say a judgment came up. So we're calling them and talking to the attorneys ahead of time because these problems have to be cleared, quote, unquote, before we get to the closing. You don't want to get to a closing and then all of a sudden, oh, my goodness, there's an IRS uh, lien judgment for uh, $50,000 on the seller. So that has to be cleared. So that all has to be done ahead of time. So a lot of times when you get to the closing table, the parties are not aware that most of the work has been done pre-closing, which it should be. So you have a smooth, easy closing. Okay, so this brings me to my next question. Explain to us how title insurance differs from, let's say, homeowners or fire insurance. Because it sounds to me like... I have uh, renter's insurance, I have car insurance, and that continues on for a year until I, or or half a year, depending on the policy, until I renew it. With title insurance, it seems to be different. Uh, Correct. It is actually very different, and it's a good point. Uh, One of the ways I explain to people how title differs is this exact question you're, you're asking. Title insurance, unlike other insurances, so say you have auto insurance, life insurance, uh, disability, when you take out a contract with an insurance company, you're insuring for a possible future event. And you're also paying a stream of premiums going out. So say when you buy car insurance, you might pay an annual premium or a monthly premium for a possible future accident. With title insurance, you're, insu- you're buying insurance, a one-time premium at the closing, but you're insuring for the free and clear, unencumbered passing of title from the date of closing back, not forward. 
And the reason for that is because when we have a purchase, we will research the property or examiners going back 60 or 80 years, the chain of title. So the examiners will review every deed, every you know, uh, deed that was signed prior to that closing to make sure there are no problems uncovered. So if there is a problem in the future post-closing, that's what title insurance is for. Uh, I can give you one example where uh, we Please. had a closing. Okay, so we had a closing, say, five years ago. Lo and behold, it's a long story, but there was a power of attorney involved. The prior, prior owner alleged that they never sold the property. And these problems can arise. So, therefore, that's why an owner has an owner policy or fee policy, because now that owner was covered. So the title insurance company is defending that claim of that prior, prior owner for title of the property. So let's just say the buyer paid $100,000 for the property, and now a previous, previous owner says, "Uh uh-uh, I still own it and judgment is found in their favor, the title insurance company would pay $100,000 to the most recent buyer of the property. Technically, what they're insured for, the $100,000 in this situation would be the most paid, correct. But then again, remember, while they're defending the claim, they're going to pay the legal fees for that, too, on behalf of the owner. Ah, Okay, understood. Now, how should a title insurance company be chosen? Okay. The, the, a lot of purchasers, the public, do not know about title insurance. And when they pick a real estate attorney to represent them in the purchase, the, the, like I said before, contracts are signed, fully executed by both parties, deposits are made in the escrow accounts. It's assumed the buyer's attorney knows what's best for their client. So the buyer's attorney will generally pick the title company. Now, more and more people are learning about title insurance, and they're understanding the role of title insurance. And and the buyer is paying the attorney, and the buyer is also paying for the title insurance. By the way, the buyer is also paying the premium on behalf of the lender when they purchase a property so they can obtain the mortgage. So while the buyer's attorney will usually pick the title company, a consumer, a purchaser, in other words, has the ability and the right to say, no, you know, I like XYZ company or Kepler title, and Mm -hmm. I would like for my attorney to use that company. All right. Now, you have mentioned on a few occasions premiums. How are premiums set? Okay, premiums are set by TERSA. TERSA is the acronym for the Title Insurance Rate Service Association, which is a board that works with New York State. And and simply put, premiums are filed for New York State to approve, and those premiums are set at that point in time. So what happens is TERSA, in conjunction with New York State Department of Financial Services, 
will approve the premiums for, say, any purchase or any mortgage. But those rates cannot be deviated. In other words, if my brother is purchasing a house for a million dollars and then for, say, a half a million dollar mortgage, what one title company should charge in New York State for the premiums, the same exact t- another title company should charge the same exact premium, no deviation. If I were to charge lower, it's illegal because it's considered basically sort of like a kickback, okay? Because I'm giving incentive. We're not allowed to give incentives to use title. And we cannot charge more, obviously, because then we're overcharging. But, again, how is the title... Uh, is the premium set? Is it a percentage of the value of the property? Yes, they have a formula where the higher the purchase price and the higher the mortgage and the higher the premium will be set. I don't have the actual, you know, internal numbers and how they set that. But obviously, the higher the purchase price, the higher the risk. The higher the mortgage, the higher the risk that we're insuring the lender for. And the difference, just to go to car insurance, is that this has nothing to do personally with the buyer. Does their credit uh, score, for example, come into play? Oh, you mean title insurance? No. No, we, yeah. we do not take into account credit or anything like that um, before they sign the contract. You know, usually a purchaser will know what they can afford in terms of obtaining a mortgage with the credit score and that kind of thing, and then they... You know, we're, we're not so the only thing, the only thing you care about is the price of the property. Correct. When it comes to setting premiums. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, now, just and the remind, mortgage amount. And the mortgage yes, amount. Yes, understood. Just a reminder: you're listening to the Voice of Manhattan Business. My guest today is Robert Picone from Kepler Title Agency. We are discussing Title Insurance 101. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301, and dial 1 so I know you have a question. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. Now, I want to go back to uh, a comment you made um, just a moment ago. Is it the price of the insurer, of the of the of the property, or is it the um, amount of the mortgage that determines the premium? It's actually both. Uh, There's different premium structures. So say if you have an investor that's purchasing a property for a million dollars and this investor is uh, paying cash with no mortgage, that's what we call a straight premium because there's no mortgage involved. So the premium would be different for the owner policy than it would be for what we would call a simultaneous premium. Simultaneous means simultaneously obtaining and paying for an owner-slash-fee policy and a loan policy. So that blended simultaneous premium would be the, the owner policy would be less than the straight owner policy because that purchaser is also paying for a loan policy in conjunction with the owner policy. And I hope I'm not being uh, confusing the issue. I'm trying to be as clear as possible. Thank you. Now, one of the things that goes hand-in-hand with title insurance, of course, is a title report. 
what is that and how is one produced? That's a great question because that's a lot of the work we do behind the scenes before we get the closing and obviously very important to uh, getting to the closing table. Um, I mentioned earlier about the contract being signed, and then once it's signed, then the buyer's attorney and or the buyer would pick the title company. At that point in time, we, they would submit the title order to whatever title company is being used. And then the title company will have an abstract done. Typically, title companies will not do their own abstracting. These are separate hired professionals. All they do is abstracting all day for m maybe many, you know, several title companies. Also, let me clarify that too. The abstract is done by a professional, and what that abstractor is doing, he's going back in the chain of title for a purchase 60 to 80 years. So that abstractor is reviewing all deeds going back, all covenants, all restrictions, all easements that have to be included in the title report. So that's a very important component. He's also reviewing all the mortgages on record to make sure they've been cleared. Um, sometimes there are more, very old mortgages that were paid off 20 years ago, but the bank back then was a little lazy and they uh, didn't file the discharge of mortgage or the satisfaction of mortgage. That's an issue we have to raise in the title report. Okay, that's one component. The second component are the searchers. When we talk about searchers, we would also hire another company to go to the town, city, village hall, or New York City Department of Finance, or whatever jurisdiction it is, and they will obtain the tax, the real estate tax information. They will go, and that's at the tax receivers. They will go to the building department and obtain certificate of occupancy searches uh, called CFOs. Now, CFOs go to occupancy and, and the legal ability to occupy the premises as a one-family, two-family, three-family, I think, of the idea. We also will perform building violation searches, fire violation searches, housing violation searches, street searches. We need to know, is the street a private street or a public street? The lender needs to know that. So we take all this information when it comes in from the examiners and from the vendors, and then we put it together, we read it, we make sense out of it, and then we package it in a title report. And one of the most important parts of a title report is what's called the Schedule B exception page. The exceptions are, I would say, sort of how it sounds. This is what's being accepted from your insurance, meaning not covered. So if you want us to insure these items, you have to clear them. They have to be resolved, going back to what I was talking about earlier. They have to be resolved prior to closing. Understood. Thank you. Now, is title insurance a should-have or a must-have? You know, I think it's both. In other words... Anyone purchasing real property for any significant amount of money, unless they really know what they're doing, they should have title insurance. And in a way, it's a must-have because, number one, most attorneys will require their clients to obtain title insurance for obvious reasons, because they're advising their client this is the best way to safeguard your investment, and if something comes out of the woodwork some kind of claim of ownership, then you need this insurance. Now, if an owner, by the way, might I point out, 
They do not have to have an owner policy by law. They don't have to pay that premium. They don't have to obtain that insurance. But if that happens, most attorneys will make them sign a waiver stating, hey, I advise you, you should have you know, an owner policy, but you refuse to take it and that kind of thing. Now, the lender, think about this. If the lender is giving a half a million dollar mortgage on a million dollar purchase, they want to secure their investment or their loan, okay? So they're going to say to the purchaser, borrower, uh, hey, we want you to have a loan policy. And there's one thing I will guarantee is no lender will give a loan without a loan policy. Mm -hmm. Good point. I don't know if you can answer this, but let's just say you've got a million dollar – let's keep it simple. We'll use your example. Someone has a million dollars in cash, and they're buying a home. What would the premium be based on your experience? Just a guesstimate. No one will hold you to it. Oh, goodness. I didn't bring any sample title bill with me. I, I, I don't want to uh-huh. say that because okay. it really varies upon you know where the property is. That kind of thing. Um, interesting. Yeah, it, no. it, it, because it really varies. It, it, it's you know, that's yeah. it, a fair answer, and right. uh, perhaps the question wasn't fair because we can both have the same uh, car insurance company, and we're both go- and we're going to pay different premiums. So uh, I, right. I, I uh, re- rescind that question. No, it's okay because you know it's not the kind of uh, numbers I walk around with in my head off the you know. Um, it, and when I say varies, maybe I said the wrong thing also because, like I said, the premiums are set. So mm-hmm. if I had a title bill in front of me for a million dollar purchase in New Rochelle, say in Westchester County, mm-hmm. then you know I'd easily be able to uh, you know. But it's, you know, let's say it's like three thousand dollars or just ballpark it or something like yeah. that. But that's a very yeah. loose. You know, it's it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Understood. Now, is title insurance regulated by the state or the federal government? Title insurance in New York State is regulated by the uh, New York State DFS, Department of Financial Services. We are licensed. Um, licensing actually came into being in 2015, believe it or not, for the uh, title industry with New York State. No, no. Huh. I've been on the board of the New York State Land Title Association for many years, and this has been you know, before pre-2015, um, this is something that uh, the title industry always wanted in conjunction with New York State. And uh, finally, you know, yeah, we are licensed and regulated by New York State, DFS. Now, CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is down in Washington, D.C., they oversee the federal regulations for the whole financial banking system, which title falls under with the banks. One last question. We have a lot of construction-related companies in the uh, chamber, so I understand that there are also policies for construction. Explain that to us. It's actually fairly fairly simple. Uh, Some loans are rehabilitation loans or what we call construction loans. So a company or a developer may take out a loan, say, for uh, say a million, we'll just say again, to renovate a property or purchase it. Uh, but at the closing, they might just take 700000 initially. All right? 
And then what they'll do is they'll use that 700000 to start rehabilitation or construction, new construction, whatever it is. And then, say, the way the loan is structured, two months later, when a certain amount of uh, progress has been made, they will go back to the lender and say, oh, by the way, okay, we need another 100000 to continue construction. So the, uh, so the lender, according to the terms of the loan, will then probably inspect the property, but we have nothing to do with that, by the way. Uh, they inspect the property, and then they'll come back to the title company and say, hey, can you do another rundown or continuation of the title search just to make sure no other liens have come on board, or I should say on record, in the mm-hmm. intervening period from the closing until the first draw? And then the title company will say, okay, we're fine. And then they'll advance them the additional hundred thousand, and so on and so forth. So the so the the premium for a construction loan is a little higher because we're doing post work. Probably you know we've done construction loans as much as uh, five draws going out into the future. So that could be over two years or something like that. This has been fascinating because this is a topic about which I knew very little. As I mentioned, when I bought my um, apartment, uh, it was just we have to do a title search, and they did whatever they had to do, no mention of title insurance. So I appreciate your coming on. Before I let you go, what's the best way for listeners to get in touch with you? Oh, absolutely. Robert Picone, P-I-C-O-N-E. Our company name is Kepler Title Agency, K-E-P-P-L-E-R, Title Agency. The easiest way to reach me is call the following number, 914-310-9535, 914-310-9535. And you can see us on our website at keplertitle.com. Bob, thank you for so much for coming on. And again, I thank you for your flexibility, and I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties on Wednesday. Thank you, Bruce, and it is a pleasure always to talk to the public to educate people because, like I said earlier, not a lot of people know about titles, so it's one of my passions to do a title, what I call a Title 101. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you again. This is Bruce Hurwitz. Thank you to all of our listeners, and have a safe and prosperous week.